0: So much to see, so much to experience. Welcome to Explore Plano, where we talk with the locals, businesses, and leaders who make Plano thrive. Here's your host, Mavis Everett.
1: Hello, I'm Mavis Everett, host of Explore Plano podcast. We're so glad you're listening today. And my special guests are Michael Hamilton and Mona Crotter from La Fufara in historic downtown Plano. So it, this is so special. I'm so glad you're here today because this is a hidden secret to some people in downtown Plano. So I'm going to open the floor, Michael and Mona, and share with our audience what a great place you've got and what secrets you're keeping there.
2: I don't keep very many secrets, but we have a few. We are told when we, people come in the store that it's always different. And I think that's a big secret to know about La Fouffera is that we are constantly changing it. It's constant. We get new product in, redo the store, reset a mood, reset the feeling of it. Just make it fresh again. Take maybe a little bit of the old stuff and mix it in. So it looks fresh again. Keep going.
1: Well, Let's kind of take a step back here because there's maybe some people who don't know what La Fufa ra is. In other words, what does the term mean, and how did y'all come to name your store that name?
2: I'm going to let Mona answer that because she explains Moda? it way better than I do.
1: <laughs> All right. Go for it, Mona. La Fufa ra,
3: the word actually Fufara uh, means flashy ornamentation. And so a lot of people don't have a clue that it's a real word in the English dictionary. So we always tell people, use it with your words with friends or on the next Scrabble game because nobody will believe you that it's a real word. La foo-fara. It's very easy to say, hurrah, hurrah, la but it's also easy to spell. Of course, the la is L-A, that's easy. And fooferah is exactly the way it sounds, F-O-O-F-A-R-A-W foo fa raw. Simple, easy, flashy ornamentation. That's us. If people will think about the lure, fishermen know what foo is because that wonderful, crazy lure that those fly fishermen use, uh, that is the feathers and the ornamentation on that lure. So, we just look at foo as being what we do in life. We're flashy. I love the um, Chinese actually say that we're a typhoon in a teacup. <laughs> so we're not real threatening or anything like that, but we're a lot of fun to watch. And so we try to add Fufura to your life and to your home. So that's how we came up with the name. We wanted something fun and made everybody smile. And so we still say today, Hur- hurrah, hurrah, la Fufura. And that's an easy way to
2: remember it.
1: Well, excellent. And so mm. tell me a little bit about how you made your decision to be in historic downtown Plano.
2: That was a hard decision. We went pretty much from Frisco to West Plano, back to East Plano, to Central Plano,
3: back to West Plano,
2: down into Dallas. We couldn't find the right fit. Mona, being who she is and what she brings to the table, if y'all don't know, it's incredible. She's like a force. We debated pretty heavily between Dallas and Plano. And downtown Plano has always had my heart. I live there, so it was evident to me that I wanted to be close to work and close to home. So a building was available and we kind of badgered the bushes and Mona kind of got after her, her, her good parts and there's the building.
3: And what is that building for the people who don't know? That building, it's a lot of fun. First of all, Mavis, we definitely wanted a walking traffic area. So we needed to find an urban type of setting when we were looking at, you know, how do we launch the store and where do we go? We wanted people to be able to come down and just meander in the store, uh, whether purposely or intentionally, uh, where it was a destination or that you just happen to be out on an evening stroll or a day stroll or out with your girlfriends to have maybe a lunch and then run across the store but even a drive-by
1: yeah that's great too because
2: we're so appealing from the outside
1: well y'all always have per season you always have different things out in front which is the lure to come in the store well thank you (laughs)
3: Uh, one other thing that uh, we really wanted as well was something that the store people could look at that store and remember that store and the funny story behind it is actually when we bought the building it had such an ugly facade on it. It had brick, everything. It had this these black umbrellas. It was ugly, it tall. Had, it had a stucco nose. Yes, what? and I mean, you could even tell the windows were boarded up on the side of the building. It was just awful. So of course our intent was to go in and, and we were totally gonna refurbish the inside. So we gutted it down to what I called the bricks, not the studs, because it's an old historic building. The original building was built in 1896. Wow. And um, downtown Plano has been in many fires. Uh, the very first building that was there was earlier in the 1890s, but it was a little white, um, just a white little structure, I guess you kind would of like say. like a barn. Yes, exactly. And it was um, actually the saddle shop,
1: mm-hmm.
3: so, or the wagon shop. And that is when Plano was a mule exchange back in the day, A lot of the farmers would come in to get their work animals, and that's one of the things they needed so they could get their wagons fixed, etc. Next to us was actually the harness shop, but um, eventually that all burned in the first burn in downtown Plano. So when the building was brought back, it was brought back as a brick building, two-story building, very much like a lot of the uh, buildings that you see all over the Midwest of the U.S and had a corner entrance it made it a little unique there but um, back in the 30s what we didn't know when we purchased the building back in the 30s somebody had taken it to art deco wow so when we had this ugly facade we began to pull off the exterior all of a sudden we see all this black tile on the building then we get to turquoise plaster and we're like what did we really get so even though we had already named the store, La Fouferra, I think Michael was the one that said, oh my gosh, this looks exactly like Fouferra, and it really did. <laughs> it really so did. the good Lord was good to us and knew all along what we would discover, and so we totally refurbished the exterior and the interior to make it fit the needs for the store.
1: So that building has literally had a long journey to its arrival. It has.
3: As, the, as an architect friend told me, he said every building has a history, some good, not so good on others. However, very rarely does a building have two histories. And so this one actually does have two histories, both from the 1890s, so turn of the century, and then also Art Deco. But Art Deco being so very rare, that's what it was restored back to.
1: Excellent. And if I'm not mistaken, that was a photographer's Mm -hmm. studio just prior to y'all taking the building over. Is that correct?
3: Yes. I think there might have been one or two other things that were leased in there, but most people, if they remember downtown Plano, that's what they'll remember as the yeah, photography I, I studio. Yeah, I moved
1: to Plano in '82, so I remember it mm-hmm. being a photography studio, and then it sat empty for a while before mm-hmm. it found its new owners. So, so tell me a little bit more about your concept. Uh, there again, we have to assume that our audience doesn't know. So tell me a little bit more. There's more to the store, as they say, than there's the, than the lure. So I know that y'all do different events and things out of the store. Like, I'm kind of just like pulling the string, and I'm going to let you take it and kind of tell the story of what all happens out of that store.
2: Well, the store is only so big. That's true. So. <laughs>
1: And, and we cram it full. This it, it nice packed. Full. <laughs> Events take place outside there. And
2: there's two <clears throat> floors to that store, and the second floor is nice and packed. <laughs> so when you start thinking, how are they going to produce an event? How are they going to create, let's say, night out in downtown Plano? How does all that happen? Well we pretty much take over the upstairs of the store when we produce an event. And when I say produce an event, my part of that is the fresh flowers Mm -hmm. or the mood or the look of all of it. We jam together, Mona and I do, and come up with an idea. And then she's really good. She just lets me run with it because she knows, I mean, (laughs) she's just going to go, go do it. And I go to it the same way when she starts to produce a home project, you're not going to see four or five sofas in the store. They just won't work, but, They all are coming from the store. Her jobs are huge, huge jobs. And they all go to receivers and to to the people's homes and she, she produces all that stuff. And it's amazing to me. What I do is you can physically see what I'm doing when there's an event. You can't physically see what she's doing when she's working on one of her projects. So when we're working in the store, Yes, we're happy to see you. And yes, come on in. We want to love on you and hug on you. But we also have our hands in about five other pies that we're working all at the same time.
1: You could say it's a production studio. Kind of. <laughs> yes.
3: in, in a way, definitely. Yes. Yes. And Mavis, I think for your listeners, uh, especially the people who've never been in, and even the people who have been in, they probably don't understand our backgrounds. So if I can I'm gonna tell you a little bit yes, about we the background. I'd love to hear. Please do. So Michael is one it is not just one, but he is, in my opinion, the most gifted florist and floral designer uh, holiday that I've ever met. He can take anything and make it look glorious. He can take the most bizarre items. <laughs> and i will flat ask him what are you going to do with that And he goes oh i'm going to put it in the tree it's going to spring out of here i'm like okay i can see that so michael and i sort of have known each other for my goodness probably over 30 years and we met each other on doing a project i do interior design work i have a degree in design and um, michael was doing the florals so i think we have a very similar design sense i guess you would say in the fact that we think outside the box Similar, it's just he plays in his own sandbox, which is floral design and holiday, and I play in mine, which is interior design. And we occasionally get in each other's sandbox, those sand have fun. Have fun.
1: However,
3: um, we have veto power in our own sandbox, so we're sort of in charge of that sandbox, but we have a lot of fun while we're doing so it. So, does
1: the sand fly out of the
3: box? periodically all the time it's <laughs> never in the box my colors, my
2: coloring box spreads out all over the table that's
3: right <laughs> we share yeah. each other's crayons yes
2: but i would say if you haven't been to the store coming into the store is where you see mona and michael blended together well, that like is you said,
1: you spill out on the street. Onto the street.
2: That, that yeah, exactly. But you can see her design eye, my design eye, and where they meet in the middle. And I think that's how La Fouferat really, that's the best way to describe that. Right. Because mm-hmm. it's really high style, and we really want to keep that style up front.
3: And sort of one of our taglines for La Fouferat is high design for house, home, and life. So we want to help enhance your life we would love to help enhance uh, your home as well so whatever we can do we try we really offer customer service i mean the girls that work for us they are amazing they're wonderful we have a big family we love each other we help each other out and we like to have fun when the customers walk in the door as well and i think people appreciate that it's that good old southern hospitality and basically what Texas is known for, to be friendly. So, uh, as Michael said, we blend when we go to markets and we buy, he and I are talking constantly about what color trends we're seeing, what we're gonna do, and we talk specifically, even though we're buying maybe in different areas, uh, he's buying for his sandbox, I'm buying for my sandbox, but we try to work it all together. So those people who do come in and maybe they want not just to come browse the store, buy a gift, Maybe they want us to come into their homes and, you know, do their holiday decor or do some of the other floral accents within the home or possibly do the entire interior design. So we coordinate that together.
1: So it's basically a place where it blooms into all these different other projects. Correct. Um, If if I'm not mistaken, Michael, don't you do um, some work for the Dallas Arboretum?
2: Just a little bit of work.
1: (laughs) Well... (laughs) Well, for for decades,
2: (laughs) for decades, this will be my 22nd year,
1: 22nd year to
2: do the Dallas Arboretum for Christmas. Did you get a t-shirt for that? No, I have a bumper sticker. Okay.
1: Well, so tell the audience, which is unenlightened what we're talking about.
2: Okay. So if you are anything familiar with the Dallas area, you know, the Dallas Arboretum is the spot for Christmas. Absolutely. Southern living still has named it the number one spot for Christmas in the state. There's a reason. There's a reason. Well, a long time ago, I started decorating the DeGoyer house. And it was, do you have time? Can you volunteer your service? Can you make this work? Luckily, we had some really good volunteers and had some really good collections to pull from. And when I say a collection, it would be like, let's just say, Mavis, you have nutcrackers, and Mona, you have, I don't know, Santa Clauses we would blend those two collections, your private collections together and show them throughout the house, give you the props for doing it. But I had the creative freedom to come in and and blow it up. A little bit of a budget, let's add this, this and this, let's add Santa Claus ribbon, more berries, more jingle bells, whatever you need to put. That has bloomed into a beautiful, beautiful event that lasts from about the second week of November to January first, and people—it uh, gets me emotional to think—and and when people come in the store, they'll go to the arboretum and they high-tell it to La Fufura <laughs> to go. My gosh, we just went <laughs> through the most incredible display, and it's amazing because the create my creative level there is on high because there's nothing. And I don't want to sound like I'm bragging or any of that. It's you have to be that level of styling and that level of design to show off that many years and to show off that much stuff.
1: Each year you come up with a new concept.
2: Yes. And that is some years I'm like, okay, I'm grabbing at straws. And then we'll be at market and Mona goes, look at that funny little gold dove or whatever. (laughs) And it's like, ding. That's it. That's what we need. And then it's just a hurricane. Absolutely a hurricane. And then when all the stuff comes in, it's a bigger (laughs) hurricane.
3: (laughs) Well, I will agree. And it's funny because I do have people that, whether it's Michael's work or my work, they'll come in and they'll have a picture. They'll say, oh, we took photos of what the Christmas tree looked like last year. Or the way... (laughs) Or the way that, you know, my room is. And I'm like, well, you don't need us if you're duplicating what we've already done. Done. So no matter if it's the very same product, we're going to change it up and make it look
2: great. And that's the other thing about Arboretum. A lot of that stuff is the same. It's just how you rearrange it. You have to redo it. Just like we started saying about the store. You have to keep on top of that. And I think that's where we come in, Mona and I come in, with what we do well is reproducing, reshowing, or redesigning, re-shuffling. Re-shuffling. reshuffling it, and making it new again.
1: Well, I find that uh, people who don't necessarily have an artistic eye, it's hard for them to imagine things. And when they come across to someone like you and Mona, uh, that it's just, you know, I think they're just kind of back in shock that, you know, where is this coming from? Well, you just have the artist, artistic gene or not. And y'all do. And then you come together and it's like this hurricane going on. And, you know, people are just, I think, left in awe because they can't even, if they don't have that artistic gene, it's even hard for them to understand what the heck's going on. They know what they see and they like the production and the ending of it. But, you know, this is just like, you almost have to say like stand back because, you know, the, 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 fairy, the fairy dust and stardust and all the good stuff. <laughs> is just going to start flowing and uh, just, you know, you'll like what, what happens, you know, it's just like the, the scene of the beginning of, you know, the Disneyland, you know, with the fire fireworks going off in the background. That's what's going on There's all these fireworks going off over there. And, uh, you know, it's it's it, you have to you just have to witness it when you're to actually understand it. You could walk in one year, five years in a row, and then the the sixth year, two, it's still going to be just completely different. And it's like, well, you're kind of working with the same thing, but you've ended up with a different result. Each
3: time. Exactly, and I appreciate you saying that because that is one thing I think, even when I was in school, you could see this. There's only so much training education that can be taught for design and style. And you do have to have an innate ability. I think that's God-given. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's a lot of people out there who would love to do it and want to do it. But I think you just have to have that sort of sense. And I think, um, speaking on behalf for Michael and I, I think that's one thing where we have partnered well together simply because we sort of get each other's sense and then we Blended. come together. Of, yes,
1: Because lots of times when you get artsy people together, there's a collision. And because you can't let go of enough... To make mm-hmm. the birthday cake, so to speak, and so sometimes it gets in the way of two people being artistically inclined. But y'all have found the secret sauce <laughs> that allows you to uh, not do that. I mean, you because you're focused on the results, not how we get there.
2: We've we've shopped with other designers, and they will stop and watch us shop. They will start <laughs> following us around. I'm like, what's up with this? Why? Well, Mona's like, just keep moving forward. You're fine. <laughs> It's bizarre to me, though. I'm like, start, we're can, just having well, a good you time. Start selling
1: tickets and telling people you'll be the, at the, you know, the uh, Decorator Center downtown, and, uh, you know, they can just pay to be in your entourage.
3: Well, I do think that what you said previous is so true that everybody wants to be the star or wants to be maybe just in control, mm-hmm. and maybe that's where they're comfortable is to be in control. Right, right. However, in reality, um, from an artist standpoint, I don't care if it's a painter doing Uh, an artist painter doing a painting, or if it's like Michael in his field and I'm in my field, when you hand off a project to that artist, you're going to get a much better result if you let them do the interpretation of it. Give them boundaries. Give them guidelines. Say, this is my comfort zone. These are maybe the colors I'd like to pull in, or I'd don't particularly care for this one color, whatever that is, and then let the artist do their work. And but usually, you'll get the best result that way.
2: Also, when you do hand that package to an artist or a designer, just know it's our job to get you out of that box.
1: Right. Absolutely.
3: It right. is, so and we will.
2: Job. Don't yeah.
1: try. We, don't try to <laughs> orchestrate the orchestra when y'all right. are playing.
2: Right, that's right we will get you out of your box and you're probably going to be scratching your head going i can't get my head around this stripy wallpaper but once the art's hung on it and once the mirrors are on and once the lighting is correct then you know
1: right it's just it's you have to be in the store one day say for instance if you walk in when they have decided to um uh reset the store from maybe one season to the next and if you happen to walk in that day you know you can just come in there and just kind of hang back don't necessarily engage in conversation just watch watch it is it is like literally watching a uh, theatrical production and it's not that it's planned, it's just that when you open the cork, when you uncork it, it, <laughs> it pops and you can't, it's like the ocean, you just cannot stop it. Pandora's
3: box is open, is open hey? yes. for business. Right.
1: And so if you're not, if you're afraid, you need to put on a splatter, you know, shirt yes. or something, or but, but you, so that's, that's when the creativeness, when there is no stopper in the bottle, that's when you get the best results. And oh, when you walk in the you. store and when you walk out to the Arboretum and, and the different homes that you do for the holidays or just for other personal events, that's that's when the beauty happens. You just cannot stop. You just have to uncork the bottle and let it go.
3: Well, thank you. And we, we love doing it. We think it the process, even though... There's a lot of details to the background and there's a lot of maybe sleepless nights and things for the planning, a little stress on getting maybe the items in or whatever. It doesn't really matter. We want to have fun and we want to bring a smile to your face on the final product. We want to make sure that you go, oh my gosh, this was so cool and it's not at all what I would have expected. But, you know, it's something wonderful. And even if somebody's coming in that store and they're wanting to buy a birthday gift, let's just say, for a good friend, and they don't really know what to, you know, buy, we will ask them several questions, start getting some feel for who they're buying for, and then we'll put together. And so that one person feels very special. It becomes very intentional to, from the gift giver to the person who's receiving.
2: And we offer free gift wrap.
3: Yes, complimentary gift wrap.
2: Just so you know, guys.
3: That's right. That helps the men. The men love it. They call us up and they go, I'm in the doghouse. It's a
1: one-stop shop.
3: That's right. I'm in the doghouse. Please tell me uh, what I can buy for 50 bucks or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we'll make some suggestions. Mm -hmm. They'll actually pull outside our fence and we'll walk it out there to them if they need to. So because sometimes they just don't have a clue of what would be
1: great. Clueless. Uh, It's interesting. Sometimes when you drop in the store, because I'm in whether I'm looking for anything or not, I always walk, walk in there because I don't want to miss anything. And, you know, you can <laughs> become in the corner sometimes and watch these events going on in the store when somebody comes in is looking for a gift to get out of the doghouse or something and to kind of see it all together. So sometimes it's just amusing to come in there and just be a listener to some of the other stuff going on because it is, it's free entertainment it that is, you can charge a, for.
2: <laughs> you know, it's not work. It's no, fun. Yeah, It's fun. And that makes a huge difference to your work day yes you know not to say that when we're down there crunching taxes and michael where's this receipt and we need this paper and nobody all would ever this like that you know <laughs> i act like that to myself i mean yeah. i can
0: stress that I was myself still,
1: i was being facetious
2: <laughs> but uh, that's just, all part of our business that's part of as well puzzle. well you have yeah. to be
1: able to do that you have to have a, a sense of freedom with the persons or people that you're working for that you can you know kind of be who you are exactly you go through it and you move on mm-hmm. and you don't go back and you know discuss well you know we were disagreed on that i mean that's just part of it's, especially we have the day of. blood yeah. in you that that's just is going to come out and it doesn't it's just part of you know it's part of what's on the table for dinner exactly. so i mean you just kind of go with it it's our and buffet. we really
3: want people when they walk in the door to have an experience so it is we, an experience. We try to always make sure that, you know, we're memorable in some way. Very
1: memorable, yes.
3: And that yes. we uh, have helped you. Our customer service is good. Uh, give us a listing of things maybe you like so that if your family or friends come in and want to buy you a gift, we can pull that chart up and let you that. know. Mm-hmm. Um, or we can say, well, we see that she typically will buy da da da-da-da, whatever the brand is. And so we know that's
2: something that people will like or we can give you a call. Hey, we just got brand new jewelry in, and I know you like gold. I have five pieces set aside for you.
1: It makes people feel good to feel like they're special. Mm-hmm. And, and they are special. special. I know, but people, but stores don't always convey that because no, people tend to think that stores are just simply about, you know, someone has a business, they put out products and services, we come in and buy it, and that's great, and they walk out the door. <clears throat> but this is just not the case with my foofer. It's not mm-hmm. even in the same, uh, same it's that It's the atmosphere. old
2: adage you're going to leave my store with hopefully a gift or a candle or something you wanted but you're also going to leave remembering how you felt
1: yes Yes.
2: and i want you when you walk in and i tell our girls this these people are like our family you get them in the door and greet them like family yes you make them feel wanted you make them feel needed and you listen to their need
1: right Right. And I think Lafou Farah does that. the feeling, the feeling that. when you walk in the store. You don't get the feeling when you walk in other X, Y, Z businesses. Mm-hmm. So there and we laugh with them. Mm-hmm.
0: And we cry with, with them. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The American business economy is positioned as it has never been before. Professional videography is a core element for attracting a higher level of engagement with the people group you need for significant impact. Now is your time to shine. My name is Bill Brock. Owner of White Rock Films, and I invite you to a powerful opportunity in the marketplace an opportunity to draw excited people to your events, an opportunity to showcase your ideas on infrastructure, an opportunity to become known as the industry authority and enjoy the associated benefits of a strong, influential brand. Video highlights, video teaches, video puts a resistant market at ease, and video stirs the hearts and imaginations of your allies and strategic client base. White Rock Films offers full audio, video production for businesses ready to embrace the future. Handling your project with professionalism, experience, and polish unheard of in the industry. My name is Bill Brock, and White Rock Films wants your business. See us online at whiterockfilms.com. Okay,
1: after our short break, welcome back and michael and mona and i have all been visiting and we have more to share i know you find that hard to believe but we have barely scratched the surface so guys i'm going to open it up where would you like to go
2: let's talk about when you walk in the door at la fufara the first thing you're going to hit is a scent and if i could put that fragrance in a bottle i would call it la fufara but there's not one fragrance that's creating that scent so as many things that we have, candle lines, which we have Volcano, which is one of the number one candles sold. We have Nest candles. We have Dragonfly candles, which are made in Plano. Pretty incredible. I did not know that. And that is a true Luxe brand, as Nest is as well. We have what I call lotions and potions and soaps, but they're just really fine lotions, bar soap, pump soaps. When you have all that fragrance put together, that is the signature scent of our store. My granddaughter would hug me when I would come home from work like on a Saturday and she would just be like, bury herself on me and inhale. And I'm like, what are you doing? She goes, you smell like La Fouferron, I love it. And I think that's kind of funny because I've gone nose blind to it. But like I said, it's it's some of the lines and the products that we have that give us that fragrance that give us that feeling of the store other things that are in that store are going to be after you hit the initial fragrance you're going to look and go oh it must be easter there's easter bunnies (laughs) seriously (laughs) oh it must be saint patrick's day it must be whatever i try to get the front of that store to hit the season of the year it is right i would say having been in there a lot that's true right it just i try to mimic whatever's going on back to school college graduations graduations mother's Day's coming up so we're going to be changing into all of that some really other great lines we have round top which that's a no-brainer if you're not buying round top you're not and it's really fun. It's great home accessories. It's affordable, great gifts. It, it dresses up beautifully. You can add ribbon to it and it's gorgeous. Beyond Round Top, I'm going to let Mona talk a little bit more about some more specific lines, what she's more in tune with and probably a little more comfortable with. I can sell it to you and be great at it and tell you if you look good in it but she can tell you why you look good in it.
1: All right, Mona,
3: you're on. Okay, no problem. Um, I do want to say something about, um, a little bit based on what Michael just talked about, that one thing I think we do, and we really make a concerted effort at this, is that we try to curate what comes in the store. So whether it is those candle lines, we try to get the ones that throw the best, we try to get the ones that burn the best, and we also try to gather, not just candle lines, but lines from all over the world. So a lot of the things that you're gonna find in our store are not just made in specifically one spot. So of course, we always try to buy local if we can, but we are looking for that unusual item. That one thing, again, that high designed item, whether it's the candle, not only that does it smell well, it looks great sitting, it's a wonderful gift. So we really try to focus on that when we buy. If it's just ordinary, we really don't want it because there's a lot of places you can get that.
2: And we really try to go for the extraordinary items. We also try to go for, you might come in the store and go, oh, y'all had XYZ. Yeah, we used to.
1: That's true. I've been in there. And if you don't, if you're not in there when it's there and it gets sold out, they usually do not. We're moving on. That's right. I mean, if it's
3: a candle and it's a great fragrance, it will be there. However, if it's an art piece or a lamp, or which we also have, of course, all the home items, I make sure of that. Or if it's a particular dress or maybe a jewelry piece, it's one and done, or it's two and done. I mean, we don't buy real deep on everything because we're, again, going back to that high design, we're wanting something where the looks are always changing and they're sticking with style and the trends that are coming. And we are sort of trend spotters in a lot of way. When we go to markets, Michael, I know, spoke earlier about how sometimes we get people just to follow us. I think they're trying to see what we're seeing in items. Right. And that's one thing I know even when I was in, the school, in school, that was one thing that was sort of taught. But some of that is also, it's a subconscious kind of recollection of the fact that, I'm seeing this, I remember seeing it interpreted differently in a different item, but you can start seeing when those trends and those things are coming. And so we try to do that. But back to some of the items that we sell, Um, jewelry, of course we have jewelry.
2: And I will tell you a funny story about the jewelry. I came to Mona and said, we're not not going to carry jewelry. And she put her hands on her hips and said, we are going to carry jewelry. And girlfriends, let me tell you, we carry some fine jewelry now.
3: Well, I put my foot down on that. I said, Are you I, "I find me? that so hard to believe." <laughs> I mean, of course, shocked. we're going to call shocked. jewelry. I mean, you know, this is one way we get designed for life. I mean, this is by ignorant self
2: was like, "No, we don't want to do that."
3: And not only do we have jewelry, we also have clothes. We have try again to do have unique items. Actually, we just got a box in the store yesterday and the things are coming from ibiza spain oh, so I
2: cannot wait yeah to
3: see i know those are so cool so you know you want that island look you want that a um, unique look you're just not going to see it
2: that easy breezy cotton
3: dress exactly so we do try to um again our soaps you mentioned mm-hmm. our lotions and potions our soaps um our skin is our largest organ on the body so we make sure that we have soaps out there that don't harm you and one of our A couple of our lines come from actually south of France, and they're sort of known for their soaps. And again, it's natural ingredients, so we want something that'll last, not melt away in your shower in a day or two. We want it to be triple milled. So there is a lot of uh, curation that goes within our
2: products. Even in our curations, you're going to find unique items sitting around the store maybe a turnbuckle which is a huge pulley maybe an antique little fragment or a frame those are things we also go dragging in as well and that helps with the creative process as well when you're buying that stuff and adding it into a display or adding it into a home how to use it and why you should use it that way it's just a different layer and texture again very curated to how it comes into the store and purposely bought to brought in
1: So you have very frequent fits of inspiration.
2: A constant.
1: (laughs) It's it's more likely than not. I
3: even think all night when I go to sleep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are coming to the end of this fantastic conversation. So we have just a few minutes left. Is there anything that you care to uh, end the show with? uh, Maybe that you want to get in before we finish?
2: I would like to say not only are we just the gift store, we touched on the things that we do outside to, to keep the business going and to keep other projects going as well. And I think we're gonna tune in with possibly another podcast about some of the projects I have coming and some projects that we have done with fresh flowers, wedding events, party events. Mona's got some big jobs coming up, so we'll, we'll touch on those.
3: And I do also wanna say that um, just because you may not see it in the store, doesn't mean we don't have it or have it available because we are stocking dealer for many furniture lines, uh, rug lines,
1: lighting lines. So so just twitch your nose and it can appear. It can That's happen. That's the magic of the store. Mm-hmm. That's, Would you also like to share with the audience uh, social media contacts?
2: We have a Facebook page, which is La Fouferra. We also have Instagram, which is Shop La Fouferra. And if you tune into our Facebook, we try and, we're better at it now than we have been. It's a learning but, experience. But we try to do every Tuesday at one o'clock a little infomercial segment, tongue in cheek something. Spill the tea. Spill, tea the, Tuesdays. Tea Tuesdays. Oh, spill the tea Tuesdays. We have fun with it. Some people text me and go, Y'all are insane. Why are so, you doing
1: this? I mean I knew that a long time ago. So that's no so secret. if
2: it's
3: crazy and it happens and we do a real big flub. Up, it's okay. It's okay. It's, well, We're, that's part
1: it of It is who we are. Cannot, mm-hmm. I've never been around artistic people that don't have fits of uh, creation. And so, I mean, that's just, <laughs> it goes with the turf. Because when, when that explosion happens, with it comes the good stuff. that falls to the ground and you go, wow, I had no idea until I had that fit of inspiration. A and, little entertainment. And, that's and a right. little entertainment. <laughs> and that's when it comes out. So just sitting there reading a book and just thinking, thinking this doesn't create. So as you express, the goodness comes with it. So I think that's great. Y'all are still here. That's positive. Right. Well, I appreciate your um, being here for the podcast today. And all I can say is shop downtown Plano and particularly La Fufara. Shop it often.
2: That's shop
0: it often.
1: right.
3: Thank you, Mavis, so much.
1: So glad you could be here. Shop early, shop often.
0: Thank you for listening to the Explore Plano podcast with Mavis Everett. For sponsorship opportunities, please email... M-A-V-I-S-E 777 at AOL.com Explore Plane It was produced by White Rock Films LLC and can be found on all the major podcast platforms.